Good evening and welcome to Southern Cross Stadium as we get set for what should be an exciting game of Defence Jobs WNBL where the Canberra Transact Capitals face the AIS on their home court for the first time this season. Craig Ravel with you calling the action with Jamie Kennedy from the AIS side joining us is expert comments. So Jamie, it's a, a welcome to this uh, Defence Jobs coverage on the Capitals Radio Network, but I'm sure you would much prefer to be out there play, uh, calling this, uh, playing this game than calling it with me. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it has been a, a tough time for you. You had a, a great start in the first game of the season, and then, uh, unfortunately, after that on game, you've just hurt your back, and pinched nerve now keeping you out. Yeah, um, just woke up, hopped out, of, hopped out of bed one morning, and... I had a bit of a tight back and coming off a shoulder injury, I didn't want to say much, so went and trained and um, probably the wrong thing to do. Ended up in hospital that night with pinched nerve and so, yeah, just gradually, it's been five weeks now, but I don't think I'll be back last Christmas. It's frustrating, of course, and I guess that's why they've got the psychologist in there at the AIS to help you through that sort of thing. Yeah, they, they've been great, like, helped me through, especially with the tour. The girls went away for two weeks, so I was left, and I wasn't allowed to go home because it was too hard on my back and everything. So, yeah, they've been great, really being positive, and they're for me to help me through it. Talking about being too hard tonight, coming to the ground here in Tuggeranong, which is a cross town for the AIS team, yeah. and... Uh, well, the bus breaks down. <laughs> True, we were on the way and we had a bit of a like a rocky start and we're thinking what's going on. Then we see a rock fly out from the back and everyone's like, oh, no, no, no. I'm like, I'm sure it's a flat tyre. And everyone, whoa. <laughs> and everyone uh, like, no, no, no flat tyre. But we actually had to pull over because it's getting so rocky and dangerous. <laughs> now as the Capitals are getting introduced to the crowd here at Southern Cross Stadium, only the second time this year that we've been to Southern Cross Stadium because, uh, well, the other games normally for the AIS, uh, for the Capitals have been played at the AIS Arena. I know you uh, you and the rest of the AIS team get to do a bit of scouting that way with the game so close to home. Yeah, it's true. Dean said tonight, got to come out and take in the atmosphere. It's a bit different to our home games. Like, we're settled and definitely in the arena when we played a couple of weeks ago, um, we struggled a bit there. Um, it's definitely the same here, so we've got to try to just focus on our game, pretend like we're at home. For the Transact Capitals, it is Donna Lockhagen rejoining the team for tonight. But whilst the National Anthem plays, we'll hear from the coaches. Dean Kinsman, after a hectic road tour in the United States, it's back to uh, the old foe. And obviously you want to uh, not have the Capitals take a clean sweep on you in this year's series. Oh, certainly. It's a huge challenge tonight. Uh, you know, from last time, well, both games have been very competitive. Uh, they've been able to make good plays at the right time. Uh, tonight's a big challenge, Loft Hagen in, and, and for us, kicking back off the tour and see what we can take out of that and bring that into tonight's game. What's the biggest thing that the girls got out of the tour? Oh, again, I think, you know, push it on the 40, uh, 40 minutes a game. You know, they, they're really good at making you pay for the small lapses. And uh, the way the game's played over there with so many timeouts, it's hard to get on momentum going again. So the ability to be able to play for 40 is really important. And coming into tonight, well, the girls obviously are going to have a little bit of jet lag. Oh, I think so. Like, we've done a pretty good job freshening them up this week. It's probably uh, year 12 exams for a lot of them. Uh, I think probably more. So we've really actually detrained a little bit because when you tour, a lot of girls don't train and play and you know, do their individuals as much as they would do on a tour. So we're trying to kick up a gear again. So uh, I think they're over the jet lag. 
Well, Katie Gay's made a debut from memory against the uh, Capitals and really stood out in that game for a first gamer. How has she progressed in the college games overseas? She did really well. She finished up playing about 18 minutes a game, uh, playing in the backup one role for us. Uh, she was really steady. Uh, she's got a good head on her shoulders. She understands the game pretty well. Uh, she's confident, which is a you know a good thing for someone who's so young. And uh, you know, I, I think we she's still adjusting. She obviously adjusted this tempo, but uh, yeah, she's going well. And of course, with Donna Lockhagen, you mentioned it before, but her rebounding ability at both ends of the court is something that you're going to have to very heavily box out on tonight. Oh, well, that's an area that would hurt us a little bit when we're away. Uh, but, you know, she brings another dimension to their game with another interior player at both ends of the floor. Certainly going to help them. There's no question about that. Uh, also, when a player comes in first up, it you know, gives a real ejection into the group. And uh, we're hoping that it'll be a little bit disruptive to their offensive flow. But she's such a talented player, she'll be able to handle it pretty well. Well, all the best tonight. It was only five points last time you met. Hopefully, it's, uh, well, it's five points less at least. Well, exactly. Then we go to OT. <laughs> Well, Sandy Comley, important game tonight to get back on that winning streak before you take on the Doomsday Double next week. The AAS took you to five points last time they played. I think, exactly. We have to get on the win is the first thing that we've got to concentrate on. Um, but like you said, the AAS actually did take it to us last time, so we're conscious of that. I think the um, the girls are ready to play this night. They've got something to prove. They want people to see that, well, we may have gone down last week, but we're, we're um, forced to be reckoned with, so tonight's going to be a good game. You've moved one seat down the bench this year with uh, Peter stepping aside. Have you enjoyed your first uh, half a season? Oh, it's been great so far. I mean, um, learning from Graffy has been great. Last year with, with um, Bucks and Graffy, um, it's just been good to be involved in. It's such a professional program as well. Um, you know, the support we get from Transact and also from One Basketball Canberra. So, um, I mean, just having someone like Graffy to learn from, you know, you can't go wrong with that. Um, and it's just good because I can bring that into the junior program in ACT now when I go back and coach the uh, state team. What's the biggest difference between what you've been doing before in state-level basketball and the WNBL? I think it's just, um, you know, the maturity of the girls, obviously. Uh, a lot of the same things that you teach in the state, kids with the younger, with the younger girls, um, still the fundamental stuff, but obviously it is a lot quicker. Um, and it's more strategy-driven, obviously, in their WNBL level. So, I mean, that's good because Graffy and I will talk about things. Um, she listens to my suggestions and, you know, she says, yeah, that's a good idea or that's a bad idea. So, it's good to banter things back and forth with each other. It's really good. This week, you've had Donna Lockhagen rejoin the program after a couple of years just playing for the Kiwis and uh, having a training run with the WNBA. So, obviously, plenty of talent there. How do you merge that into the uh, club that's already been playing together for... Uh, well, a number of months now. Yeah. Well, I think with Donna, the key thing about her is is that she's um, she's a role player, but she can come in and make an impact straight away. So it's not someone that you have to be conscious about getting the ball to um, because they're used to being, you know, like major point scorers. Donna's the kind of person that's just going to go after the board's hard. She's going to get a point when she's available um, and mainly get them from rebounds and just being a defensive um, presence. I mean, we're a great defensive team as it is on the perimeter. Um, and inside, you know, with Abby, still trying to, uh, still learning and Tracy's adapting her game. But Donna's just going to help us with that. So I think she'll fit in really well. And I think tonight will be a good test for her. Um, and I think the team, like, just from training or that we've had today and on Thursday, she's made an impact already and the girls are used to it. So, yeah, there won't be a problem with that, I don't think at all. All the best for tonight. Thank you very much. With the National Anthems out the way, three minutes of warm-up before the start of the Defence Jobs game number 36. It's the Canberra Transact Capital up against the AIS 
Craig Ravel, Jamie Kennedy calling the action for you. And Jamie, I, I imagine that the game plan tonight is to really close down on the likes of Beattie and Lofthagen who are so strong on the glass and to really try and take them out of the equation because there is no tall in the Canberra Capitals squad that can shoot from outside the three-point arc. Yeah, that's definitely true. We've got to focus um, on the inside tonight. But um, there's also the outside defensive, like, um, offensive threats. There's um, Bibby and um, Abrams who are, like, just got to focus on tonight with their high, like, shooting percentages from outside. Um, so, yeah, inside. Definitely we've got a few bigs that can match up against um, Hagen and Beatty, so we should be okay. In fact, uh, just looking at uh, the some of the stats that are provided for us now, we have got an, an interesting one because, uh, as I said, Abby Bishop, Caitlin Cunningham, and uh, also, I can't see, uh, Tracy Beatty. Oh, it's in alphabetical order. Tracy Beatty all have not made a three-point attempt. Does that change your thinking when you know you're like an Emily McInerney who's so irregular and infrequently puts up a shot at all? Does that mean you can stand back a little bit on someone like that? Yeah, definitely. We've been taught, um, especially with Dean, um, with the bigs, there's no need to get up tight on them because they're often most of their scores are coming from the inside and then because of their shooting percentages aren't often that keen to shoot from outside. So we just take our bigs like Polo and like Francis take a step off and yeah, play back. Tonight we're going to be looking at two players from your team who in five games are shooting from the field around the 52% mark, Emma Langford and Mariana Tolo. Tolo has just been a sensation so far this season. Yeah, she's great inside, like she's really strong, you wouldn't think so, she's pretty skinny, but um, she's like definitely so strong when you um, play up against her in training, you wouldn't believe like how strong she is actually. Um, she definitely like maintains a good position inside, um, yeah, she's been going great. As uh, well, Llewellyn Tomlinson this season hasn't had a lot of minutes, but uh, she can also play a very big role in this team. Yeah, exactly. Our bench goes so deep. We've got so many players, and I think that's an advantage we have. Um, we've got um, able to rotate really um, easily and um, not lose too much. It's Beatty, Abrams, Bibby, Bevelacqua and Bishop to start the game for the Capitals. It's Tolo in the centre who wins the jump ball but only as far back as Bibby with Esri out there as well. Martin on the floor for the AS's. the Capitals use it for the first time, working the perimeter to the right and Bibby already lighting up over the top of Katie Ray. Bibby makes the three-point shot. And the Capitals out to a three-point lead now as its shots goes to Esri. Esri gives it to Martin inside to Tolo and Tolo working hard inside already. Right side is Bibby. Bibby thinks about it again but then goes around the arc to Beatty. Bevelacqua driving, banks it in. A fast start tonight, Jamie. Yeah, so true. That was um, Dean's comment in the um, pre-game talk especially to keep an eye on the outside shooters and um, the guards here. So, Tolo in the paint over the top of former teammate Ian Bishop. Bishop just put her off the shot that time and Bibby's off to the races. Tries to drive in hard on Esri, then kicks it outside to Abrams. Right side, Beatty, Bevelacqua now on the wing. Drives baseline, shots just in her face. and Well, shots has been called for the foul. How did you see that? Uh, 
Didn't quite see it. <laughs> it was an interesting one because she didn't have. She was just sort of running with uh, Bevel Aqua that time, and just body on body contact had put Bevel Aqua to the floor and gets her first personal foul. Inbound ball goes to Tracy Beatty, hands off to Bevel Aqua uh, to Bibby behind her, then it's passed back inside to Bevel Aqua. Now to the paint, Beatty turnaround jump shot on Polo, it drops, and unfortunately Mariana had her hand just in the back of uh, Beattie, and that's enough to be called for the foul. Yeah, unfortunately, that's what we are just talking about, taking a step back, and there you go, Beattie, whack one. <laughs> yes, as, uh, well, it's always dangerous, any sort of uh, contact, yep. as Beattie makes the free throw and moves the Caps out to a six to eight, an 8-2 to two lead. As the pass goes half-court from shots to Tolo, Esri getting double-teed, Bevelak were watching her. Goes to Francis now. Francis, first time I've called Carla. Kayla, is, she's had a big season so far as well. In the paint, Tolo was looking for Martin cutting on the baseline and unfortunately just wasn't quite there. Yeah. Inbound pass now is to Bevelacqua from Abrams. Bevelacqua straight down the floor. Rebecca Schott's in her second season with the AS. Also been playing well this season. Abrams quickly inside to Bibby. Oh, rebounding was from Bishop, who's drawn the foul from Francis. So concerning is the number of fouls already racked up. That is the third personal against the uh, AIS. And uh, I guess you can't afford to be giving away these early fouls. No, definitely not. Our game is highly physical and been learning to get down low and play tough defence, but such early fouls can't be too good. <laughs> Well, no change in the score. It hasn't been a costly one as Bishop missed the first and the second, but Beattie does the rebounding, gives it to Bibby. Bibby goes back, fake the three from the right corner, then to Bevelac, we're on the 45. Back inside to Beattie, who found her angle to the basket, and Francis now has been called for a second personal foul, and, uh, well, Coach Kingsman has to react. With uh, Ironmonger coming in. <laughs> Jamie, Iron Munger, a new player into the side. Yeah, uh, definitely. The few um, first games that um, she had, she didn't get that many minutes, but she's gradually, as she's been put on, showed herself and improved like greatly over the last few weeks, especially on tour. So, yep, she deserves. Of course, father was a uh, AFL player with great uh, distinction. As Tracy Beatty makes one of the two free throws, it's a seven-point ball game here, nine to two, and this is reflecting that second game against the Capitals at the AS Training Hall. As now Martin gets a good screen from Tolo, has to kick it back. Ironmonger from the free throw line just rattles round, and Bibby's off to the races once again. Oh, Bibby, lucky not to be fouled there, kicks it out to Abrams for a long-range two-point shot. She had a toe on the arc and. Uh, just nailed it there. Yeah. We talked about the outside game. The tools don't have an outside game, but those guards, they can light Definitely. up. As the shot now goes to Martin. Abrams' first score of the game. She's with three points. Then it's Colo. Ironmonger at the elbow. Has to go out the shot to drive the left lane. Gets it inside to Esri. And Esri gets her first points for the game. Good work by the AAS. It's Bibby now on the right wing. 
Kicks it to Beattie around the perimeter to Bevilacqua. Kicks it back across court to Abby Bishop, who just drives baseline. She goes after her own rebound. Ironmonger was in there, tapped it away. Esri gets uh, Abrams on the ground. No call as it goes to shot. Back to Esri. She pulls the trigger. Bibby has it knocked out of Ironmonger's hand. Esri just picks up, knocks Bibby to the ground, and then goes into the paint, makes the shot. Great play by the AAS, Jamie. Esri now to four points and back to a six-point ball game. In fact, uh, the scoreboard not keeping up, I don't think, because uh, I make it 12-6. to six. Yes, uh, Bibby uh, cross into the corner. Abrams inside to Bishop, out again to Abrams, who knocks down another three. And Kelly Abrams, she's uh, certainly a fantastic defensive player, Jamie, but has got a lot in offence. Yeah, definitely. Um like I said earlier, that was definitely one of my names, Bibi and Abrams on the outside shooting and their range has just been great over the past couple of games we played them, so we're trying to typically shut them down. Esri tried to cut at the baseline, the ball was rebounded, Beatty was about to dribble away, she hasn't stolen off her, Shots puts up an air ball in the end and it's Bishop who watches her over the baseline. How was the uh, team feeling? We're seeing Abby Bishop playing for the Canberra Capitals, but of course right through the pre-season and almost up to the pre-season competition it was uh, Abby Bishop in the uh, blue, red and white of the AIS. Yeah, definitely it was a big loss. Abby's got a lot of talent and a lot of a big future ahead of her and we were definitely sad to see her go, but it's also allowed room for a lot of the other bigs to step up and improve, which has been good too. Um, uh, referee just having a chat with Dean Kinsman there as Donna Lofthagen makes her entry into the game with Natalie Bishop. Jess Bibby sits down along with... Oh, isn't that terrible? <laughs> along with... Um, it's Abby Bishop who's going to sit down now. So Lofthagen in for Bishop. And both referees now talking to Dean Kinsman. So uh, also going over to Coach Graff as uh, they think, uh, maybe they're talking about the score, there's 5 minutes 53 left on the uh, scoreboard here. I'm showing 6-14 on the scoreboard, but I make it 15-6. It's Lofthagen with a first possession in the field of play, over the top to Beatty, she gets it back, puts up a shot from about 18 feet, doesn't land, oh, and it was Abrams inside, and Abrams with a reverse layup, and Abrams just has been getting into the paint a lot the last few games, Jamie. Yeah, it's definitely great rebound there, especially with the amount of um, big players under the basket. So, yeah, she's been strong under Esri now outside the arc, bounce pass into Tolo. Tolo kicks it back to Ironmonger, who is open, but decides just to work it round through Martin. Then back over, in, and... It, oh, sorry, to Newley. Gives it to Shots, and Shots nails the two. Long range, too. Shots now, gets her first points for the game. As the Capitals on the right wing, Abrams just works it in towards the key. Beatty top of the key. Abrams puts up another three, it rattles off the iron. The IAS boxing out, Loft Hagen diving across the ground, gets the ball away to Bevilacqua. Now it's Shots working on Bevilacqua as she just was holding the ball for the five seconds. Beatty puts up a good screen, gives Bevilacqua plenty of room to move, but Tolo was there working hard in defence as well. Goes to Lofthagen, into, into Beatty in the paint, Stop, blocked by Tolo, Esri comes up with the ball, gives it off to Shots. Shots wrong-footed Abrams, but the shot did not drop and unfortunately the AIS didn't capitalise that time. 
the AS uh, just uh, rushed that shot a little bit then. Yeah, it was a bit difficult. Um, she definitely had a free open lane. There's a wing player sitting there too, but she, I think she made the right decision. Just couldn't finish off. Inbound ball, it goes to the AIS, goes to Esri, dumps it over the top to mine. Newly, Newly doesn't get the shot, it's off the front of the iron and Hurst is off to the races now down the left wing, pulls up at the elbow, gives the beady back to Hurst. Hurst could look for the three here, Esri isn't up in her face, goes to Loft Hagen who kicks it right side to Abrams. Abrams inside to Beatty. Beatty with Ironmonger watching her, but Beatty just too experienced, gets the shot up over the top. And the capital, by my scorecard, moved to uh, 19 points to uh, 8 here at the uh, at the Southern Cross Stadium. Jamie Kennedy at the timeouts being called by Coach Kingsman. What do you think he's saying to the team right now? Uh, well, definitely um, our aim, again, at the start of the game, would have shut down our outside shooters. And straight away we've got um, Abrams outside knocking them down to three-pointers, I think, and um, under the basket. I definitely think that uh, he'll be talking about getting on the boards and boxing out hard, like we can't just rely on our athleticism to get there. It is interesting, yes. Abram's first two shots were three-pointers. Her third shot that she made was just uh, had a foot inside the three-point arc. Bibby has a three-pointer already for the AIS. Um, the only multiple scorer is Katie Ray Esri with four points, Mariana Tolo with two points, also Rebecca Schotts with two points. I make it 19 to eight, the official scoreboard says 18 to eight. Um, I don't know how I've got one point out because Tracy Beattie made one of the two free throws and she also converted her uh, other free throw when it was a case of, um, uh, when she put the free throw in after the uh, points counted. So we'll have to check that. It's shots inbound ball now as the Capitals go to full court pressure. Ironmonger gets it from her across the half. Early Manu gets the ball, gives it to Newley. And Manu now goes around the perimeter. Gaze who comes in for the AIS. Then on two shots, goes inside to Gaze at the elbow. Has to go out. It's uh, tapped away by... Yeah, it was tapped away by Natty Hurst and that left Eli Manu that three-second violation. Too long inside... And that is frustrating for Coach Kingsman and the AIS, Jamie. Definitely, she's a strong feeler and has a good body inside, but unfortunately that time has spent too long. As, uh, oh, it's uh, Nat Bishop inside, gives it to Lofthagen, and Lofthagen gets her first point in two years in the defence job WNBL, and now the AIS at half court throw it away, just missed newly engaged that time, and the turnover will go to the Capitals as Dalgleish comes into the game. I make it 21-8. The scoreboard says 28. So Ironmonger sits down as uh, will be Francis back into the game for the last uh, 3 minutes and 12 seconds of the first term. Inside to Lofthagen again. Rebounding this time was Jess Bibby getting the slap away from Lofthagen and she uh, will go to 5 points for the game. So as Schatz goes down the right wing to Francis. Francis has shots in the key. Lobs over from Gaze to her now. Abby Bishop crude. Shots will count though. And uh, Rebecca Schatz, Schatz, not Schatz. She has been uh, outstanding in her first two seasons in the defence jobs WNBL. Yeah, she's definitely 
a much smaller player but can play both inside and outside and can carry the ball up really well well, so it makes a very versatile play, which is really great for our team. Molly Lewis checking into the game along with... I didn't see the second player to check in then. Um, Lewis and... Oh, Francis? well, no, it's Katie Ray she, checking in for uh, Rebecca... Sh- now I'll get it right. Shats. Shats. Uh, I've been saying it wrong for two years. I'm glad I've got you to correct me. 12-point well, difference, I make it. 23-11 here as the capital set up Going round the perimeter, Bishop gets it to Dalgleish for three. Shot off the iron, Katie Gaze will get the rebound. But Donna Lofthagen has fouled and Lofthagen's first personal foul. Only the second team foul on the Capitals with two minutes 30 left to go in the term. Four team fouls on the AOS. So you guys have to be good girls now for the last two and a half minutes. Yeah, so true. Right side, Lewis was looking to Gaze. She just thought Gaze would be uh, cutting um, back down the wing, but in fact Gaze had already made a cut to the baseline and the ball went out of bounds. Dalgleish gives it to Hurst. Back to Dalgleish. Over the top to Bishop. Outside to Lofthagen. Lofthagen fakes the shot, then goes left side over to Hurst. Hurst drives into the paint. She loses the handle on it. But, oh, Carla Francis looked like she was off to the races then. But unfortunately, Gaze gets her first personal foul and she will send Hurst to the line. So now every foul for the last two minutes, six seconds, we'll see the Caps at the line. As Nat Hurst does a miss. Hurst is uh, quite an enigma, isn't she? Because so small but just so dangerous. That's the depth of uh, Canberra's bench to their guards and... Um, smaller players, they've got so many to rotate and they're all like different and good in their own way. Esri now at the top of the key as Bibby watching her goes left side to Francis, inside to Molly Lewis. Oh, Lewis just tried to hook it back to Tolo. The pass was too hot and it's over the baseline again and just breaking down in that last offensive play is the problem. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's often reading and getting a bit frustrated with the defensive pressure that causes a lot of our turnovers and um, I think it's, again, a lot of the different experience between the two groups. Loft Hagen sits down. Beattie back in. Already takes position on the right lane. Out inside to Beattie. Outside to Bevel Aqua. Oh, Lewis had a hand on the ball that time and the ref said no. There was a piece of hand in it and that sends Bevel Aqua to the line. That's always frustrating when uh, you think you've just put on a nice block shot and someone sees it different. Yeah, it's definitely frustrating, but right now with the foul count, we definitely should be playing a bit play back a bit, maybe a bit like smarter because we know that you know the refs are going to call it and it's going both ways so yeah definitely frustrating but you have to take it. Bevelac was 12 from 8, she misses the first so now she's 13 from 10 this season as the Caps are out 26-11 and the AS really need to start making some offensive scores because they are in a 15-point hole and this time Lewis's pass just goes over. She's giving that number five Kennedy jumper a bad name at the moment <laughs> as the ball just rocketed over her shoulder out of bounds. Yeah, true. Um, Mole's got a strong pass on her, but it's definitely, I think, just again the connection between the two players. Vidi gets the ball on the perimeter right side. Oh, Bevelacqua fakes the three-point shot, then backs away from Lewis, puts it up. 
B, uh, Bishop was fighting for it. Going hard was Francis. Gets the ball back to Tolo. Gives it off to Esri. Esri gives it to Lewis. Her foot on the three uh, on the uh, arc. And Beattie does the rebound. He puts it out. Sets a task for Hurst as she brings it down the floor. She was able to get it before it went over the sideline. Gives it back to Beattie. Top of the key. Bevel Aqua bounce pass into Bishop. Bishop tries to chase her own rebound. Has it pickpocketed off her by Esri who cuts right side. Lewis this time backs back. Gives it to Gaze. Works around the perimeter of the right side. Esri drives down the left lane. Puts up a shot and it's good over the top of Bevel Aqua. Esri now to six points for the game. 13 point gap, 26 plays 13. Inside the last 30 seconds as Hurst puts up a three point shot over the top of Lewis and bang. She pulls the trigger, five points for the game and you're shaking your head right now. Yeah, definitely. Outside shooters, outside shooters. That's all I think Dean would be going through Dean's head. Put a hand to it. Lewis works the arc. Francis goes to Esri. There's three seconds left on the shot clock. Esri goes to the top of the arc, puts up an air ball. She was under a lot of pressure there. She just couldn't uh, convey the play she wanted to run in the time left then. Yeah, definitely. Probably like the pressure of the clock and, yeah, just trying to get a shot off the last minute. At, ha- at a quarter time, it is the Canberra Transact Capital leading the AIS. 28 to 13 on the official scoreboard. I make it 29 to 13 though. Um, well, we'll have to wait until the officials uh, see if they clean up that scoreboard at all. But uh, the first quarter, the Capitals, who were reeling after they were defeated by the Sydney Flames quite convincingly last Friday night, have come back here to prove a point. Yeah, definitely. And uh, unfortunately, we're on the. Um back of a tour also which um, the girls have been pretty run down and just getting back into it this week has been a bit difficult but um, yeah I guess the Capitals are out to prove. Well your opposition for tomorrow in the Bulleen yeah. Melbourne yeah. Boomers have just arrived in. Cheryl Chambers actually wearing her uh, Bulleen shirt. I don't know if that's because she didn't want to argue at the gate that she should get in for nothing or whether she just <laughs> wants to uh, she just wants to shake things up a bit. Um, Desi Glorbert's there, also uh, Karen Ashby, Keane, um, Cheryl Chambers, I, I can't think of, uh, I can't think who else uh, walked past then as the uh, unofficial stats come in and I, I'm just wondering here now, we look at the, uh, the scorers, I make the, I make the scorers, high score on the floor is Abrams with eight, they're saying seven, so she's that means she's only had two two oh she's only had one three pointer, so alright, I can correct that now. I thought that was clearly a three pointer. Yeah, foot must have been on the line. Yes. Inbound pass, Llewellyn Tomlinson gets the game underway here. Oh Bevelac were trying to get the ball off uh, Langford who's checked into the game. I think that's uh, Emma Langford's first minutes for the game here. Yeah, it's first sub in, I'm pretty sure. Not carrying an injury that they'd rest her for the first quarter? Or? Um, earlier in the year she had um, shin problems, a bit of shin splints, but um, no, she's got back and she's been playing full minutes. Francis has the ball, gives it back to Tomlinson, over the top to Langford in the paint, who banks it in, and Langford goes to two points for the game immediately. That's the sort of start that uh, you would want in the second quarter. 
28-15, 13 points the difference, is about pass cross to Hurst, the three, Esri just gets tied up with her, oh, Hurst drives to the free throw line and nails the shot, Nat Hurst moves to seven points for the game and uh, she is one you're going to have to tighten up on if the AS want to come back. Langford now on the right side, goes to shot to cut baseline, turnaround jump shot, just didn't get there in time, and unfortunately no one in the paint to try and stop Beattie from getting the rebound. It's Hurst, bounce pass inside to Loftagen. Oh, Francis steals it and she gets it eventually as Abrams was crashing into her. Had to go to Langford, cross the half court, gives it to Tomlinson, kicks it left side to Esri. 16 seconds left on the shot clock now. Esri gets it back to Tomlinson, goes back to Esri who cuts to the right side now. Tomlinson and oh, Hurst I think has been called for the foul. Lucky so. to get us out there. We had a bit of a mix-up, I think, in the play. Yes, it was. Just looking at the rest of those stats, uh, five points for Rebecca Schutz, six points for Katie Ray, and two points for Mariana Tolo was the 13 for the AAS in that quarter. As Esri has it now, Langford goes, dumps it over hard to, to uh, Tomlinson. Reverse layup doesn't fall, and Abrams taps it away to Bibby, and Bibby's off to the races. Defence getting back quickly for the AS, but Bibby takes on Esri, and Esri's been called for the foul. What was that call? Oh, I don't, not quite sure. It was a bit of a block, I think, but um, it's definitely hard to guard Bibby. She's so quick on her first step, and even Katie's pretty quick, so that shows something when um, Katie gets caught up on the foul. Yeah, it has been as Tolo looking to come back into the game. AS gets it to Bevelac, where her shot was a bit long. It goes to Tomlinson, who does the rebound and kicks it on to Esri. Esri back to Tomlinson, now to Francis. The shot's on the left side. Back to Francis, then to oh, Langford, just gets the pass. Cut off by Lofthagen. Lofthagen goes for the line, and Tomlinson's been called for a foul when uh, Tomlinson was going up to the block shot. That is frustrating. Yeah, it definitely is. We're starting to get a couple of fouls early in the second quarter now, so we don't want to get too close to the five mark, but um, that was a close call, 50-50 could have went either way. Carla Francis sits down as Tolo comes back in, Martin also looks like she's going to step on, looks like it's uh, Langford who's going to have a break, eight minutes left to go, also uh, it will be Caitlin Cunningham just warming herself up to come back in, I know Caitlin's been frustrated this season, Lost Hagen makes the first, so... Loftagen not losing any of her touch since uh, we last saw her here. She makes the second of the free throws, moves to four points for the game, 32 plays 15. It's a 17 point ball game as the AS have to work themselves out of a hole now. Oh, Beattie just slaps it away from Tolo in the backcourt. Shot has to work hard to get into the front court. BT has it. Oh. Yeah, Shat. Had it tapped onto a foot and then over the sideline. She just stopped. She kept the dribble, but uh, Bevelac were just... Uh, yeah, and uh, experience makes a huge difference, doesn't it? Bevelac one now. Goes left side to Abrams. Quick bounce pass into Caitlin Cunningham, who tries to get it across to Bibby, but it's tapped out of play by, uh, by Martin, and it'll be from the baseline. 15 seconds left on the shot clock. 7.40 on the game clock for the half. Goes inside to Bibby. That was an ambitious call. And Katie Ray Edsry has the foul called against her. I think the girls will definitely start to be getting a bit yep. frustrated now. 
especially Katie. She's got a couple of 50-50 calls. <laughs> yep, that's her second personal foul. Esri checks out for Newley. Kennedy's, sorry, it's not Kennedy, <laughs> sitting here with me. And that's the problem when Katie Gaze runs around in your jumper. Lucky you're here, that could have gone unchecked. <laughs> but uh, Shut sits down as Bibby gets the ball across to Bevelacqua. Bounce pass into Abrams. Abrams tries at the free throw line to Jig and Jink to get away from Martin. Has to go outside to Bibby who pulls up on the free throw line after driving from the uh, from the corner. Shot doesn't fall and the AIS will rebound into the front court. They needed an offensive score but this time Tomlinson, oh she slapped the ball away because the pass was too hot. Bibby came up, she tried to stop Bibby and now at the other end Bibby's shot didn't drop but he is another foul that's the fourth team foul and the foul will go on to Maya Newley that will be a timeout called by coach Kingsman as Newley who has been playing pretty well this season but has got caught got caught trying to reach over the top of a short player where you think you go for the block shot but unfortunately again it was just a, a slight skill error that's cost them yeah definitely like a lot of the time we get the fouls back under the basket and give them two points, but with him, with like players like Bibby, um, our main aim is to stop them straight away and we let her dribble pretty much the whole court straight to the rim, so definitely uh, front court problem. Now, whilst you've been sitting here, I've noticed the uh, physiotherapist has been <laughs> coming over regularly to tell you to sit up straight. And yep. I, I noticed... Uh, and at a lot of the games you've been to watching this season, you've actually been lying down during the game. Uh, yeah, um, it's real difficult because uh, uh, my, it's actually a bulging disc, which is pressing on the sciatic nerve. So if I stand, I get um, pretty much excruciating pain, which is better now, and I can handle it a little bit better. But um, yeah, I'm not meant to sit because it compresses the disc, so the only other option is to lie. So I'm... Most of the time I'm found lying somewhere in the stadium. Well, if you need to lie down, let us know. We'll, uh, we'll work something out for you here. Jamie Kennedy giving a special comment here at the Southern Cross Stadium where the Capitals lead 32-15, to 15, but Jess Bibby going to the line and she's looking to add to her five points, which she does with the first, and it is now to six points for the game, 33 plays 15. Next shot is good as well. And you just can't be inviting the players to go to the charity strike. That's exactly right. And definitely with um, yeah, players like Bibi and Abrams and Hurst who are likely to knock both those shots. Martin's on the right wing now. Gaze gets it back at the uh, centre circle. Gives it off to Newley on the other side of the centre circle. Then it's Tomlinson. She was waiting for Martin. Oh, big block shot that time by Beatty who has once again just racked up another big stat there as Bibby comes down the other end and nails it from the just inside the three-point arc. Bibby now nine points for the game as oh Martin's pass tapped away by Bevilacqua who's in front of Gaze that time. And Bishop comes back in for Tracy Beatty. Tracy Beatty still sporting a very nasty black eye. What was that from? I haven't found out what it was from yet, but I will be making inquiries. At half time, we'll just let you know that uh, Jackie Styles will be coming to join us to have a bit of a chat about her injury that's keeping her out of the defence jobs, WNBL, and this Capitals lineup. Martin now gets the inbound ball, top of the key, halfway between the key and the circle. She
Shot goes up to Newley, who is cutting hard inside. Ellie Manu got the rebound, kicked it back to Martin, but the pass was too high, and it's over the sideline. Another turnover, and it is frustrating you, Jamie. Uh, yeah, it gets a bit frustrating sitting here. It's just, uh, just execution, pretty much. We've got good boards, like good movement, just executing the skill. Llewellyn Tomlinson's come off to the sideline here, and she has got a shoe off, a left shoe off. <laughs> So that's not good news as it is 36-15 here. AIS in the front court. Gaze gets it across to Martin. Martin still watching Bibby. Oh, Bibby again gets another steal as she thought Bibby was screened off a bit harder and Bibby makes them pay with a 12-foot jump shot from the left-hand side. Bibby's lighting up. She moves to 11 points now for the game as oh, Hurst steals in, takes it off Manu. And Hurst will bring it back. Kicks the left side to Bibby, who has an eternity to shoot for three. Bang! She pulls the trigger, and it's 14 points for the game for Jess Bibby. That's definitely the worry when you let a player like Jess Bibby get started and the confidence starts going, and um, she's definitely on a roll right now. <laughs> yes, Newley now gets the ball from Gaze, drives to the top of the key, outside to Martin. Martin, oh, in fact, got the ball inside to Manu. But Manu just got bumped by Bishop then. And, um, well, she will not go to the line. It'll be an AIS ball from the baseline with a new 24-second shot clock. Five minutes 20. It's 14,000 to three. AIS with four. Capitals with three. 41 plays, 15. That is a 26-point ball game. As, uh, yeah, Langford coming back in just knocks down a good jump shot from halfway up the left lane. And about a foot step back, and she was fouled in the act of shooting. That was the first personal foul on... Uh, I didn't see who they called that on, actually. I think just Bibby. On Bibby. So, she makes the bonus. And Langford moves to five points now for the game. It's 41-18, a 23-point difference as Hurst. Looking around on the left side, goes to Sinclair, bounce pass to Bibby. Bibby drives on Newley, Banks doesn't fall in, and it is a good rebound taken by Ironmonger, but Cunningham steals it, and Ironmonger has been called for the foul, as uh, Caitlin Cunningham does the uh, the big work there to pick up the steal. Yeah, definitely a great steal, and a bit of frustration on um, uh, Elise's behalf. Just trying to get the ball back, I think. Yes, Cunningham will go to the line. She was trying to drive under the basket when she was fouled, so I guess she was in the act of putting the layup up. And Caitlin Cunningham just absolutely nonchalantly knocks down the first. She is an interesting girl, Caitlin Cunningham. A couple of a couple of years with the AIS before going to bullying for two. And unfortunately, Katie Gaze has dropped that ball onto a foot and knocked it over the sideline. So another turnover. 43 plays 18 as Esri looks to come back in the game. It's catching as Bishop gets the inbound ball, drops it onto her foot. She's able to regain it. Gives it to Hurst on the right side. Hurst dumps it up, gives it to Bishop. Ironmonger going in there hard after it. I think Cunningham came up last with the touch. So the IS will get the ball back. Francis and Esri coming in for Gaze and Ironmonger. Four minutes 37 left to go in the half. It's 43-18. And the AIS needing to rally here as the Capitals are dominating. Goes quick hands. Gets it out to Newley for 
three, doesn't drop, and Bishop, the former AIS player, gets the rebound, gives it off to Hurst immediately. Hurst drives it straight down the centre of the court, then hands off to Abrams. Abrams gives it to Bishop, her first three-point attempt is good, and I'm finally going to get rid of that zero in the stats column for Abby Bishop. I can't remember how many she's put up in a career, but it is rather low, that stat. I'll just check it out now. As the AAS, oh, Langford just getting beaten up by uh, Sinclair. The shot doesn't count as she took another step before she put it up there, but Sinclair gets her first personal foul. And uh, Abby Bishop has obviously been reading the program. She's made her first ever three-point shot from uh, four attempts. So her fifth attempt was a charm. She's knocked down her first ever three-point shot at the, what, about four-minute mark. Of second quarter. Yeah, well, four minutes to go, so the six-minute mark of the second term. Langford missing the first. Second shot in the end now, rattles around. Francis gets it back, banks it in, and Carla France, Kayla Francis gets her first two points for the game. 26 points the difference, 46-20 with three minutes 50 left to go. Abrams on the right side, puts the ball on the floor, just jinks, then goes back. Pulls up at the charity strike. Oh, Newley, who looked like she wasn't going for the strip, has hit the hand of Abrams and knocked it off. So Abrams will go to the line, and uh, it just—it's it, just frustration. Newley sits down as uh, that is her second personal foul. Newley actually contained great there. It was just at the end, the end result, bit of an unlucky one, uh, hand foul. Yep is Abrams makes the first and the second is good as well. Capitals back out to 28 points, 48 to 20 as Manu goes over the half to Lewis, then back to Esri, back to Manu, then gets it inside to Francis from Langford and uh, Langford will get the two. She moves now to seven points for the game. In fact, that was Esri, wasn't it? No, no, Francis. It was, yeah, Francis Knight. I, I put the score on the wrong player. And Hurst, just hit another jumper. Yes, Hurst now moves to nine points for the game. As uh, I also see Kylie Lange out there for the Capitals. So Lewis now takes on Abrams. Hurst puts the hand in there. It doesn't drop. The foul's going to go on Hurst, uh, on Abrams though, I think. Yeah, the foul goes on Abrams. That's her first personal foul. And uh, well, that was an interesting one because Hurst got all, all of uh, all of Molly Lewis's body that time, and uh, it was Abrams who gets credited for the infringement. Lewis misses the first, 22 plays 50, 28 points the difference as the shots in the air make it 27 as Molly Lewis gets her first score for the game. Hurst brings the ball down the right hand side. As, oh, bounce pass went into the hand, into the foot of Esri. Dalgleish is out there, gets it to Lange on the baseline after she had to chase it back. Lange, oh, just puts the ball into the arms of Francis, goes after it again, gets it back, but oh, unfortunately, Manu, who had just thrown herself on the ground, uh, trying to contest it, just threw it away. And uh, it's one of those things, you see the player there as you fall into the ground, you try to get it straight back out, but the player's moved. Yeah, it's definitely that way, especially when you're scrapping on the ball. Your first um, instinct is to get it out there as quick as you can, and that's exactly what Ellie's done, and unfortunately, uh, 
um, Molly or Emma have moved from their position. Dalgleish goes to the left-hand side, gives it to Hurst for three. Bang! Hurst is just saying to Coach Graff, you need to keep my minutes up as uh, Abby Bishop makes the steal and then throws it over to a former teammate in Manu. So, uh, well, a small error that time. Her player, Francis, goes for three and bang, Francis gets the three. She moves now to seven points for the game and that gives the AS some confidence with two minutes left in the half. Dalgleish. Right side, goes back to Lange, left side to Hurst. Hurst drives down the left lane, pull-up jump shot over the top of Esri, and Hurst is on, on fire. fire. <laughs> 14 points for the game. It's Manu, goes back to Lewis, Lewis to Langford, Langford over the top to Francis. Bishop's got a hand in the back of Francis. Now, interesting, that's a fairly soft call, considering how physical the game's been. Yeah, definitely better. I guess uh, that's the way uh, refing goes or the game goes. We've had a couple of 50-50s down the opposite end, but um, yeah, it's definitely been highly physical considering. Third personal foul for Abby Bishop, so that's a concern. We haven't made the half yet as Dalgleish goes over to talk to Coach Graff as Kayla Francis makes the first and the second on its way now. Looks good off the hand, all net, and it is... 55 plays, 28. Now the AS have come back from a deficit like this in the training hall. Lange goes to put up the shot. Called for the travel. And uh, Kylie Lange would be frustrated there because she's another player that doesn't put many up. To see one go down after a travel is a, uh, a frustrating result. Yeah, definitely. Anything that goes down after a foul or a double dribble, anything that's called is definitely frustrating because you see the points there. Yeah, only nine attempts, four have been made from the field for Kylie Lange this year. So, uh, as you can tell, she doesn't, she doesn't also uh, throw them up with gay abandon. Goes to Francis now on the right side, drives down the left lane, goes back to Tolo, who was under plenty of pressure. Shields has come into the game now. So look at this uh, this Capitals lineup, would you? Hurst, Dalgleish, Abrams, Lange and Shields. Well, Dalgleish actually comes from Queensland, but of course her father played for the Cannons for so many years. But then you have Abrams, who's from Ballarat, but has been with the Capitals ever since she left the AS program. So she's now a Canberran. You have Hurst, the former Cap uh, Capital. Uh, the shot was missed there that time. 55 plays, 29. Good steal. Francis gets the ball back, brings it over the half, gives it to Lewis now. Lewis gets it onto Francis, round to the right wing. Esri tries to go long. Lange and Lewis come together, and it will be an AIS ball with one minute and six seconds. I just missed who made that uh, free throw then. Um, actually, I'm not quite sure. No, would I know? Oh, the... back here? It yep. was Polo. Oh, it was Polo, sorry. Yep. So she made one from two. She's three points for the game. Air ball goes up. Lange gets the rebound. Oh, she stopped the dribble which meant she had to go back to find Hurst. Left side, 55 seconds left to go in the half. Abrams, then right side to Lange, on to Hurst. Hurst on the 45, outside the three-point arc. Goes back to Abrams, who lobs it up. She set shields a pass, and unfortunately was a bit too big for the pass, just a bit too hot. But uh, shields, of course, fairly slight of body, and uh, more akin to what you AIS girls are like when you first joined the program. Yeah, um, quite the same as us. She's actually 
like our age, so yep. I guess it would be great for her, the experience with the Capitals, who obviously have a lot more experience than us youngsters, so um, it would be great for her as a learning tool. Yep. Abrams now just tries to get away from Lewis on the screen from Lange, hands off to Hurst, Hurst takes on Esri, then dumps it back, Lange puts up the shot, it misses but Shields is good enough to get it, she tries to dump it back to Lange and Lange has got a trip, no, 24 second shot clock violation, I, I didn't think that was an air ball, I thought it hit the rim. Yeah, that was a close one, I actually thought that was going to be a foul called on length of that. Yeah. Inbound, Tolo gets it to Francis. Dalgleish does a good job, slaps it over the sideline, and it will be an AIS ball from the side. Langford now looking inbound at Esri. Four seconds left on the shot clock. Esri for three, hits the front of the iron. Lewis has time to put up another shot, but it just doesn't fall. And at half time, it is the Canberra Transact Capital 55 leading the AIS 29 just before you go and join your team in the half time break. Uh, Jamie, your thoughts on the first half? Um, definitely got a few things to work on um, to get back into the game. I think a lot of it is uh, staying um, with our outside men, especially the girls we've been targeting to um, lock down. Well, even with Abrams and Bibby we've been targeting. There's also um, Hurst who's come out tonight and definitely <laughs> shown her presence. So we've got to actually try to stop them earlier, I think. And um, a lot of beast for the big, be stronger underneath and... Um, try and box out and get strong boards. Well, we'll be back with the second half here at Southern Cross Stadium. The AAS in a bit of a hole at the moment. They trail the Canberra Transact Capitals 55-29. to 29. This is the Canberra Transact Capitals Radio Network on sportradio.com.au. Welcome back to the Southern Cross Stadium as we get set for the second half. As the Capitals lead the AAS 55-29. Well, that's a new one. The high five coming out of the huddle. Just looking at the scorers, it is the Capitals. 14 apiece to Natalie Hurst and Jess Bibby. I guess uh, Natalie Hurst is trying to say, why did you get this uh, high-profile import in from uh, Victoria? We don't need her on here. But uh, 14 points apiece, 9 for Abrams, and the highest for the AAS is Esri with 6. 5 apiece, 2 shots, and also Langford, as the Capitals have first use of it in the uh, third term. Oh, big bomb going to Beatty, who makes position. Hand off to Bibby, reverse layup, blocked away by Tolo, and the AAS make the defensive stop here in the third turn. Goes to Esri. Esri now kicks it left side, gives it to Martin. Martin has Schatz on the left side, goes back to Esri on the right. A lobs over the top, tapped away by Lange, who ends up, oh, sorry, Lockhagen, who ends up in the front row of the uh, corporate boxes. Block shot again, this time on Bibby by Tolo. Abrams couldn't get the shot to drop. It comes up. Great defensive work that time by Esri. And Schatz will bring it into the front court. Gives it to Esri. She has to go back and get it. It's a frenetic start here in the first minute of the third term. As they put the ball on the floor, kicks it left side to Francis. Francis now looking around. Lockhagen's in her face. Hands off. Gets a good screen. Is Esri from Francis, but it has to go back. Two seconds left. Shot clock's going to run out as Tolo was in the paint there. Just uh, They lost. They were trying to set up. The idea was there, but they lost track of the shot clock. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, uh, it's high energy straight away out here and a lot of intensity, so it's battled them a little bit, I think. 
as Bevilacqua brings it down, gets a good screen from Beatty, goes back to Lofthaven. Lofthagen immediately getting it into Beatty. Beatty backing into Tolo. Tolo doing good work there, manages to stop the, uh, well, to do the rebounding and gets the ball back down to Francis who brings it over to half. Esri now looking, faking the pass, then goes to Martin who's cut baseline, got to the right wing. Back to Esri, then to Schatz. Schatz now backs away from Bevilacqua, gets it into Francis, and Francis has been fouled by Beatty, who is just giving her best impression of Laura Summerton with that what me look. It was, uh, well, it was one of her best. And uh, yeah, Beatty was just saying, I was standing there, she crashed into me. Yeah, it's definitely good now. We're starting to get draw some fouls and um, get a bit of movement and offense going here. Um, which is going to create a few more points for her. Francis knocks down her first. She is shooting uh, uh, 100% from the free throw line. She's now made all four. And it's back to a 24-point ball game, 55 plays 31. Abrams round the arc to Beattie, then Bevelac were on the 45 left side. Beattie goes back to Bibby. Bibby pull-up jump shot from the right elbow, and it is good. What did Coach Kingsman say at halftime there? Um, it was definitely uh, similar to what we were saying before. Um, transition killing us. We've got to stop them early. and Especially if you look at the three players we've already targeted. Perth, Bibby and uh, Abrams. 37 points between the three guards themselves. That's uh, definitely an area we have to uh, shut down a bit more. And um, being strong when we get the ball, the turnover count. We've got to try to... Uh, get down in our stance and actually think before we like kick the ball on. As good defensive work as Abrams cut to the basket that time, stopped then by Martin. They brought it back down, but unfortunately Carla Francis dropped the ball onto a knee over the baseline and another turnover. Cap set up. Abrams on the left side, 45, gets away from Martin with the screen from Beatty. Lob over the top to Beatty. Francis standing tall, but Beatty is just too strong. And Beattie moves to eight points for the game. 59 plays 31. It's back out to 28 points. Not insurmountable, but you need to start hitting some shots there for the AIS. Yeah, definitely start hitting some shots or getting through some offences um, to create scoring opportunities. Ball tapped over the sideline that time. AIS ball newly looking to come into the game. Just looking, is that Cara Angel or is that... Uh, uh, Tomlinson's sister there sitting up in the stand. I can't quite... Uh, Cara Angel. Yeah, Cara Angel. Yeah. Yep. Boy. As uh, Glorbitz and Keane come back in to the stadium just to check out their opposition. Francis from the right elbow. Oh, a bit too hard. Hit the back of the iron. Bibby's going to go off to the races now. Newly makes position. Oh, Francis just steals the ball off her. That's great confidence for the AIS. Newly gets it back to Francis now. Bakes the three, then works it back around the arc through Newly on the right-hand side to Esri, cutting to the paint, but Francis couldn't get the layup to work. Newly went in to get the rebound. Tolo puts one up from the elbow, tries to tap it back in, does her own rebound, and she got about three or four touches on there, and unfortunately it's over the baseline, but it's uh, good to see the AIS still fighting on here. Good to see a bit of movement in there, and that was a great play there. Just unlucky not to be able to finish it off. As Hurst brings the ball down, cross the half, over the top, gets it to Bibby. Bibby then back to Hurst. Hurst just calling them to hold as Schatz 
Backs away from her to try and cover the angle. Bibby goes and gets the top of the key. Newly giving her room. Lob over the top to Bishop. Goes. Good work by Francis. Kicks it. Oh, this time Esri had just misread Schatz's move. But it might have come off Bevel Aqua there and the AIS will get it back from the side. Yes, AIS ball still. So Bevel Aqua got in there and got a piece of it. Esri now working on Hurst. Has to bounce pass across. Bishop gets the steal on Francis. Bishop just doing well to keep that dribble going. Kicks it outside to Hurst in the left corner. Gets it to Beatty at the top of the key. Bibby, pull up jump shot on the baseline is good. And Bibby moves to 18 points for the game. Makes another tough shot, shot over the hands of Polo there. Yes, yeah, so as Francis back to Newley. Then on to Schatz. Schatz brings it right side as it looks like Coach Graff gets ready to make the changes. Five minutes 20 left to go in the third term. Right side is Francis. Francis now shoots over the top of Bishop. It rattles off the iron and no one boxing out for the AAS. Means it goes to Bish, uh, to Bevel Aqua. Gives it to Hurst. Bibby all by herself. Doesn't miss that too often. She is 20 points now for the game. That's definitely the straight we've been looking at. Wide open shot. No one... 50 feet of it, that's uh, definitely the area where we need to um, look to improve and shut down. As it was Francis now goes right side to Esri, Esri to Tolo, Tolo puts up the shot over and around Beatty. That was great work from Tolo. She moves to five points for the game. As the cap set up again, inside, tapped away from Francis. Bishop looking at the referee as if uh, there was a foul should have been called there. As Cunningham comes in for Beatty, Dow Gleish to come in for Hurst. So, Coach Graff ringing the changes, 4.32 as Coach Kingsman has called the uh, timeout. And uh, Mariana Tolo there just getting some repairs done to her eye there. Doesn't wear contacts, does she? Ah, uh, yes, she does. So uh, I don't think it's the contacts, so I think she's got a bit of a scratch just from that last play down there with Beatty. So, uh, it's the, uh, well, is that Team Doctor or Physio that's looking uh, at Team Physio. Team Physio, yeah. okay. I can't, oh, I guess the Doctor has to be provided by the home team. So, Kieran, um, Kieran, uh, Kieran Fallon, Fallon isn't, it, yeah, yeah, isn't, isn't here tonight? No, he's not here tonight. We just have a Physio and Manager. Yeah. Alright, so there's the Capitals lead by 31 now, 64 to 33. It's Bibby with 21 points, then 14 to Hurst. Nine is the next best to Abrams, eight to Beatty, and down to four to Lofthagen, three to Bishop, two to Cunningham, oh, and three is also with Bevel Aqua. For the AIS, Francis with 11 leads the floor, then it's six to Esri, then five to Langford and Schatz, and one to Molly Lewis. As the Capitals will get the ball in the front court. Dalgleish looking to bring it in, fakes the pump, then goes to Bibby on the left side. Backwards they go to Hurst. So I thought Hurst was coming out, but obviously not. She came out. Oh, oh. Schatz with a big block shot on Bibby. Hurst comes back with it. Caitlin Cunningham tries to bank it in, doesn't get the shooter's roll. It taps away and Newley will get it to Gay. Over the top, down the right wing. Ironmonger's back in there. They try to go to Ironmonger now in the paint. Her shot doesn't fall and it's, uh, well, swept over the baseline. So just, uh, once again, rushing in offence, just not letting uh, yourself set up. Yeah, definitely. Uh, 
getting five players back is the main um, difficulty we have in here. But um, that was definitely one of the best transitions we've had. But uh, unfortunately, able to finish off again. Stolen away by Schatz again. Newly was at half court. The pass was a long way in front of her. As it goes round, gets it to Gaze. Then right side to Francis. Francis drives down the lane and banks it in halfway down the left-hand lane. Great work from Carla Francis, who's now 13 points for the game. Great performance by Francis here. She needs some help, though, if the AIS want to get back into it. 29 points the difference. 64 plays 35. Dalglish jacks up a three. Francis gets the rebound. Schatz will bring it across the half. Goes long into Ironmonger, who doesn't waste any time putting up the shot. Bishop and Ironmonger wrestling for the rebound. Bishop comes up with it. Hands it off immediately to Bibby, who hands it to uh, to Hurst. Dalgleish is in the corner here. Now, you might get a possession here, Jamie, if it comes in hard. No, <laughs> Hurst pulls up at the baseline, gives it back to Bishop for three. Rattles out for Bishop. Another three-point attempt. She's getting some confidence. Francis at the other end will bank it in. Francis now to 15 points. It's a great long pass from Kate Gazer. As the Capitals call the timeout, what do you think Coach Kraft's wanting to say to the Capitals who uh, have just found the AAS step up the D? Well, uh, yeah, definitely we've got a lot more pressure defense um, down the court and um, a lot more uh, boxing out and rebounding, but uh, I think it's definitely our ability um, at the moment in the last couple of minutes to run the transition, run the ball, and um, make scores off transition fast break, which is definitely one of our advantages um, being young and uh, possibly like fairly fit. Well, we apologise. We said we'd have Jackie Styles at half time, but uh, Jackie getting caught up in the game just went straight back to the shed. So <laughs> we didn't get that interview that we'd hope. We'll try and talk to her at the end of the game. But uh, well, for yourself, you said you don't think you'll be back in the uh, in the singlet until after Christmas. Yep. Your background. Where did you come from before you made the ASO? Uh, I came from a country town in New South Wales called Nara. I uh, used to play from, for a team called the Shelhaven Tigers and I just grew up around basketball with my sisters and uh, my older sister Carrie Ann Kennedy actually used to play for the Caps but um, yeah, I grew up around basketball background and then I went through national and state systems and ended up here. So obviously uh, the Capitals a team you'd like to play for in the future? Uh, yeah, I haven't really explored that yet. Uh, just trying to get through my first season uh, with an injury, but um, we'll see. <laughs> As the shot from Dalgleish doesn't fall, and Dalgleish is being called for the foul. That'll be about her second? No. In fact, it's Dalgleish's first. So, I've uh, given her one that she didn't earn. Manu goes long to Ironmonger, gives it back to Gaze. Full court pressure by the uh, by the Capitals. Well, the past Ironmonger, she had to reach, but was good enough to get it. Gaze now will has Hurst just watching her like a terrier. Gets a good screen from Manu. Tries to go into the paint to find Manu, but it's Cunningham who gets in the way. Gives it off to Abrams. Round the back, little fancy pass from Abrams there. Cunningham puts up an air ball. Dow Gleish does the rebounding, and Manu is being caught for monstering her. Gave her a good little smack in the back of the head too. Yeah, Ellie's a bit of a uh, strong, definitely fairly strong um, in weight. Uh, we can tell by her bench press. But, 
yeah, she's strong in there, which is good person. Dalgleish inbounds it. It's uh, two minutes left to go in the third term. 64 plays 37. Newly looked like she had made the steal then, but unfortunately tapped it over the sideline. And uh, it will be the AIS ball, eight, uh, sorry, caps ball from the side. Uh, 18 seconds left on the shot clock. A minute 55 left on the game clock for the third term. Inbound pass to Cunningham. Hands back to Abrams who bangs. And pulls the trigger and uh, she moves to 12 points uh, for, sorry, yeah, moves to 12 points for the game now. So Abrams still finding ways to get good open looks. Newley gives the ball right side to Ironmonger, goes back to Gaze, looking for Newley, cutting into the paint, and Cunningham comes back up with the ball again. Cunningham getting some good minutes tonight. That'll give her heaps of confidence because she was telling me she wanted the minutes that she had some confidence back. Hurst puts up a three-point attempt. Manu comes down with a rebound, gives it off to Gaze. She has to go across court to give it to Lewis now, gives it to Newley on the left wing. Goes back to Gaze, and Gaze has been caught on a backcourt violation there. So, for Katie Gaze, how hard was it for her to come into the team? Yeah, it's definitely rough for her, um, not knowing really any of us girls, and then coming in and getting thrown into the NBL straight away. Uh, um, yeah, she definitely wished she wasn't due to come in with a new influx next to next year, but um, with my injuries. Yeah, she's definitely been thrown into deep water. Oh, great block shot again by Francis on Abrams, but they still gave Abrams another second look at a three-point attempt. This time it was an air ball, so the AIS get off the hook. It's a 30-point ball game here as the AIS 37 trail the capital 67. We're inside the last minute of the third term. Gaze goes left side to Langford. Manu looking to go inside to Francis, but Langy was good enough to get there. Of course, Langy's another uh, South Coast girl. First with a layup at the end of it to convert for the Capitals. And that is 69-37. Hurst steals the ball back, and she gets it over to Cunningham, who is mugged by Lewis as she went to put the shot up. Yeah, definitely up the pressure in the back corner. Um, definitely uh, harassing Kate Gaze here. Um, doing good job to stay strong, but uh, must be difficult for her out there. Tomlinson looks to come back in as Lewis gets her second foul. Cunningham will go to the line. Shoots the first, doesn't get the drop on it. Second shot on its way, and it is good. So she got a range with the first one yeah. and then nailed it on the second. 70 plays 37, 31 points of difference as it is Langford to Lewis, over to the right side now to Manu. 15 seconds left as uh, it's Lewis downstream, Esri. gets it into Esri who drives into the paint for the two. Esri's first points for the quarter. Eight points now for Esri as, uh, well, Hurst jacks it up. Esri working on the baseline at three-quarter time, though. It's a 29-point difference, 70 to 39 here at the Southern Cross Stadium. And, uh, well, it looked better defensively from the AS in that quarter. Yeah, definitely at the start, um, the energy was up and the intensity... Um it's just the ability now to maintain that energy intensity towards the end of the quarter. We had a lot of, after um, the timeout by the Caps, uh, obviously Carrie Graff um, up the pressure in the backcourt and our guys are struggling a bit there. As the 
Capitals once again tonight just uh, able to run their bench for long minutes too. Where we saw Shields get, uh, as I just look at the halftime stats, we haven't got the three quarters time. Shields had a minute 45, uh, Cunningham four minutes up to half time and then got some more then. Sinclair with four minutes and uh, three minutes for Kylie Lange, almost four minutes, one second off four minutes. It's in, important, I guess, uh, that they do give time to those girls because you never know with injuries when they'll need them. Yeah, uh, definitely. Um, well, looking at the scoreboard, what coach wouldn't um, rotate and play the bench when have the ability to? So. Yeah. All right, at three-quarter time, official stats handed to me now. Capitals winning that quarter 15-10. to 10. And leading scorers in the Capitals, Bibby lights up to 21. Then it's Hurst on 16, 14 for Abrams. Then it's back down to 8 for Tracy Beatty. Three apiece for Bevilacqua, Abby Bishop and Caitlin Cunningham. For the AIS, 15 points for Kayla Francis. And... Uh, then it's a big drop back then to Katie Ray with eight, five apiece to Tolo and Langford. So just need a big effort here. I guess the team goals are to stay within 20 points of everyone this year, isn't it? Yeah, uh, exactly. We'll obviously come away with the win if we can, but um, yeah, definitely here I think we'll be able to work our way back into the game and um, hopefully get within the 20. All right, Esri goes to jumper. Yep, Esri now goes out and kicks it off to another good start. She's eight points for the game. As Lofthagen comes back in, it's Lofthagen, Bishophurst, Bevelacqua and Abrams. Abrams getting the inbound pass, looking as... Bishop gets the ball from Abrams, hands off to Bevelacqua, gives it back to... Abrams again. Six seconds left on the shot clock. Five now as Bishop Francis reaches in, slaps it away as Lewis, but Hurst just jumps in. Esri wasn't ready for that pass. She still had a back to her and Hurst will come down. Shot doesn't fall. Langford comes up with the ball. Lewis gets the handoff, kicks it left side to Esri. Esri now. 70 plays, 41. 31 point difference. As Francis goes to Esri. Esri gets it to Francis. Francis, though, was just moving too fast. She didn't have time to go to the floor. Abrams at the other end lays it in off the glass. That's definitely the um, difficulty there. Like our um, offensive rebounds are allowing the Caps to easily run the floor and score a transition like that. Baseline shot from Francis doesn't fall. It's uh, Bishop who comes up with the rebound. Gives it immediately to Hurst, who goes inside to Lofthagen. And Lewis has been called for the foul on Lofthagen. So, Lewis's third personal foul now. Good news is no one in real foul trouble. Three's the worst for Abby Bishop in the Capitals lineup. And now Lewis is for the only three in the AIS. As Lofthagen makes a pay, making the first, moves to five points for the game. 73 plays, 41. Makes the second as well. 74 plays, 41. Tolo gets it at the half, gives it right side to Langford. Langford drives to the baseline. Shot will count. And the foul, I think, will go on, on Abram. 
So Abram now, her second personal foul by my count. It's in fact her third. So Langford to the line to shoot the bonus and she does. So good work from Langford that time. Three point play. Importantly, back to a thirty point ball game. As Be- uh, Bevelacqua inbound to Bishop takes on uh, Tomlinson and just turns it over. Esri gets it to Tomlinson now. Tomlinson top of the key. Colo wasn't looking so she had to go back to Lewis. Three point attempt from Esri doesn't fall and it's Bevelacqua. Lewis tried to tap it away from Hurst who was getting the pass. Abrams there. Lewis fell to ground. Took a while to get back up. Inside to uh, Lockhagen. Not sure who the foul will be called on. I think it might be Tolo. No. Foul went on Tomlinson. So just Tomlinson just what stepping in the way of Lost Hagen there? Uh, yeah, I think um, Lost Hagen was on the move and um, as he's cutting to the key, it was just a quick move by Tomlinson stepping forward. Bishop sits down, Beattie comes back in. Not a bad replacement. Yeah, not too bad. Tracy Beattie <laughs> comes back out. Beattie, importantly, only has played 16 minutes. Now, by my stats, Beatty had been averaging, ooh, as I quickly go to the sheet, Beatty was averaging, well, it doesn't have it on that sheet, so, but Beatty was averaging big minutes, so I can assure you of that this season. Around the, I believe it was around the 23 minute mark per game, so with 16 and only 7 left on the clock, I guess you could get there again. Yeah. Tolo goes right side to Lewis. Inside to Langford. Langford kicks it. It was very hot. Um, fortunately, Tomlinson chases it up on the wing. Shot clock has run out as Schatz put up the shot. And Coach Kinsman again just uh, gesticulating to the bench that he's frustrated that they took so long to find a shot. Yeah, definitely. It's a bit of a breakdown in our offense tonight. I don't know whether it's a defensive pressure or uh, just um, tiring a bit here at the end. 76 plays 44 as Hurst brings the ball back into the front court. Been a fairly impressive game by the Capitals as Lofthagen puts up the air ball, but Beattie was good enough to get it out to Bevilacqua. Abrams puts up another three-point attempt. Lofthagen gets it as it was knocked away, and Beattie will put it back in. She goes to 10 points for the game. And that, with her rebounding stat, doesn't quite get her to uh, a double-double yet. In fact, uh, Tracy Beattie held to only three rebounds, so that's a, a bit of a win. Bevel Aqua gets her second personal foul. I didn't see what that was for. Shut took a drive and Bevel Aqua was scored for the block. All right, so her sits down. Bibby comes back in as Shats. Well, first one's a bit too hard. Off the back of the iron. Second shot. As Shat. Well, misses the second. Rebounding, though. Bibby will come up with it as a slapped away by Lofthagen. As Bevelacqua tonight brings the ball straight down the centre. Look away, bounce pass to Lofthagen on the right-hand side. Going. Kelly Abrams cut high, then low. Then high again, and Lost Hagen just didn't uh, read how far I think Abrams is going to move. No, in fact, 
must have been tapped away by either Lewis or Langford that time. So Lewis got a hand to it. Lobbed over the top, looking for the Jackson play. Lewis gets a hand on it, comes off the foot of Beattie. And, uh, well, that was a good defensive stop because a lot of teams haven't been able to uh, stop the Jackson play being uh, done by Beattie this year. Yeah, definitely, especially with Beattie's higher, uh, definitely disadvantage for many players, but it was good that she brought it down. Molly was on the ball. It goes to Tomlinson from the free throw line. Her shot was a bit too hard. Bevel Aqua will get it as Tolo knocked it away. Bevel Aqua brings it down, loses the dribble in the layup step. And the AIS will get it back, and Tully was very frustrated with that. As the changes are being run, Abrams will sit down for Sinclair. Martin, Manu, Tolo's going to sit down. Newley's just come back out. So it's Tomlinson, Schatz, Newley, Manu and Martin up against Bibby, Bevelacqua, Lofthagen, Beatty and Sinclair. So both teams taking a look at some lineup changes. Tomlinson goes back to Schatz. Schatz now on the 45 left-hand side. Almost got away from Bevelacqua. Has to go to Martin on the right side. Newley in the right corner. Gets away from Bibby, but then put the shot up on... Well, just put a lob up for Tomlinson. Set her a task. She ended up on her face. But uh, it will be an AOS ball, because I think Beatty got a touch on it before yeah. it went over the baseline. Typical pass there. Lucky uh, cap touch. 78 plays 32 here. As Manu puts up an air ball on the shot clock, it came down into the hands of Beatty, and this time it's Bevelac. We're off to the races. Bibby now looking to come down. Oh, Three-point attempt from the sideline. Oh, it rattled away as uh, Manu and also uh, Martin crashed into each other. Beatty, uh, Bibby got it back. They're having a lot of difficulties here. Um, um, getting second, um, closing down the second attempt from the outside. Again, the Capitals can't get the ball up. Manu's done well to keep that dribble alive, but Beattie steals it back off her, and Beattie, a Bibby, will lay it in. Bibby to 23 points for the game. Timeout called, I think it was by Coach Kingsman, and uh, Nicky Barstow there, the assistant coach of the AS, is certainly getting into the ear of, I think that's uh, Kyle uh, Kyle Simpson, the referee. Yeah, I think uh, Dean's not too impressed. A bit of a hack on the way down there from Bibby to take, make the steal, but um, that's just the way the game goes, I guess. And unfortunately for the AS, another turnover costs them, and Bibby will put in her 23rd point. It's 80 plays, 44 here at the Southern Cross Stadium. Defence job, WNBL on the Canberra Transact Capitals radio network on spotradio.com.au as five minutes and eight seconds left to go in the game. 80 plays 44. How can the AAS come back from here? Um, I can't, I don't think there can be a complete comeback right now, but um, yeah, I guess to be able to shorten the margin. We just really, really need to be able to um, stop the second attempt from the outside players. Like We're actually getting a few um, options here where uh, the guards are missing, but uh, getting the second chance. Manu looks distressed there as the ball goes into Schatz. Time out. Tech foul. Tech foul on Nicky Barstow. So, tech foul called on Nicky Barstow. Dean Kinsman. Interestingly enough, the ball was well down the court. 
the third referee lacking. That's the first tech foul I think I've seen this year. Yeah, I think uh, first tech foul of the season. Certainly the first. Um, I'm looking. No, there was none sportsmanlike one in the. Uh, I can't remember whether it was the Perth or the Bulleen game. Bibby hasn't. Uh, Bibby hasn't made the first, so it's not an expensive one. But they will get the uh, possession back. Bibby makes the second, and importantly, it's uh, possession back to the Caps, just as the AIS were carrying it down the floor. Coach Kingsman just now trying to mend a fence. <laughs> Bevel Aqua. Just, uh, well, we'll have to speak to Nikki Bastow at the end of the game, I think. Lange, will she put up a shot? She's got Manu in front of her. No, she goes across to Bibby. Bibby gets it inside to Bibby and their three-second violation. Tomlinson with some good defence that time. Yeah, she's working hard inside there to deny her and it actually had an effect by keeping Bibby inside for the whole three seconds. As Tomlinson now gets the ball back at the half, goes right side to Martin. Martin picks up the dribble. Foul called on Pete Sinclair off the ball. So Sinclair holding foul on, uh, I can't remember, I can't, I think it was, must have been Martin. Yeah. So AIS get the ball from the side. AIS from Newley inbounds to Schatz. Schatz uh, goes to Martin on the left side. Back to Tomlinson outside the arc. Trying to go to Schatz at the baseline and Bevelac where it's fouled her. So that will be the fourth team foul against the Capitals, the third for Bevelac one. It's almost the reverse of the first quarter when um, we were high in our foul town and there was not many called on the Caps. Yes, as Lewis comes in, she inbounds the ball. Schatz sits down. Newley tries to go back to Lewis and Bevelac gets in there. And we'll knock the ball over the line. 37 points the difference. 81 plays, 44. Unfortunately for the AS, they've been on 44 for quite some time now. As Martin gets the inbound ball, gets it to Tomlinson. Tomlinson, Manu. Oh, great work from Bevelacqua just to get all ball that time. Manu goes back, gets it. Tomlinson's mug. Beady, uh, Bibby will be the one called for the foul, I think. She put her hand up to, uh, yep, she put her hand up to say it was me. So that will send Ellie Manu to the line. Now, I guess, oh no, she sends Tomlinson to the line. So I guess Ellie's someone you could speak to about frustration being on the sidelines, but she had to sit out most uh, of last year. Yes, um, she's a good one to talk to. Um, she helps a lot, especially, um, yeah, you have your bad days, so she's been around and just helped me through and I definitely understand like uh, what she's been through now <laughs> considering how long she had to do that for. Tomlinson made one from the two. Manu got the rebound from Lewis's three-point attempt. They worked it round and I... Tomlinson, I, Tomlinson the two. Yeah, she gets the J. So Lange now, low post, right side, goes outside to Bibby, round the arc to uh, Cunningham, then it goes back to Lange, goes outside. Sinclair puts up the three, it's all net. And once again, just showing that you can't let any of the Capitals have some room outside. Yeah, definitely. Again, that just shows how uh, deep the Capitals bench go on the perimeter side of things. Tomlinson gets it, has to bring it over the half. Three seconds to do so, makes it within time. Newell, uh, sorry, it was Martin quickly down to Manu. It was Cunningham just getting a big slap on uh, Manu that time. And it will send Manu to the line. Yeah, it's definitely a good play there. 
Nua caught underneath to get the steal and uh, unfortunately couldn't get the roll. As the Bibby sits down, that was the first foul on Caitlin Cunningham. 3.27 left to go in the term. Oh, and Ellie Manu gets the shooter's roll that time. It almost looked like it was going to jam in between the ring and the backboard. Yeah. Second um, time, Caitlin Cunningham came up with the rebound as Sinclair inside to Lange. Lange kicks it back out to Bevilacqua. So, oh, Cunningham tried to put the block shot up. That time was Tomlinson. She's been called for, I think, her second personal foul. It looked like she got all ball, but Cunningham... Doesn't look too happy about it. No, <laughs> she doesn't. Tomlinson will go to the line. Uh, sorry, no, it would be Cunningham will go to the line because of the Tomlinson foul. And Cunningham nails the first. 85 plays. 48. It's 86 as she makes the second. 86 plays 48 here. 38-point ball game. Tomlinson looking to try and get past Lange. Lange, a great defender, has really made the transition from netball to basketball. Gets in her face and Bevelacqua comes up with the ball. Dalgleish gives it back to Bevelacqua now. Goes to Lange. Lange left side to Sinclair. Manu giving her room. But, oh, great work. Newly getting inside on the pass to Lange. And it will be Manu's layup. Uh, sorry, no, Lewis. it's Lewis's layup at the other end. Just uh, Devil Aqua brings it back down now with 235. 86 plays 50. Dalgleish kicks it into the corner. Sinclair for three. Rattles off the iron. Lange gets the rebound. Sinclair goes back in again. Tomlinson's being called once again. And again, letting Lange get the second attempt um, on the board has just created uh, another shooting or point opportunity for Canberra. Lange just, uh, well, just made a presence felt. And I think Tomlinson just wasn't aware how hard Sinclair was going at the ball. Sinclair now four points for the game with a shot to come. It rattles round, but it drops. Sinclair moves to five. It's 88 plays, 50 here at the Southern Cross Stadium. Two minutes and 15 seconds left to go as Bevilacqua knocks the ball away from Martin over the sideline in the front court. As Newley now looks to bring the ball in. Goes off to Lewis. Lewis, oh, tries to keep control of the dribble, but goes to ground. Dow Gleish gets knocked to the ground, but gets the ball to Sinclair. Bevel Aqua, Martin goes to and now look away past to Lange. Is good. And Lange knocks down her first two points for the game. She'll feel better about that. Lange this season has got uh, only the nine points so far this year. AIS, turnaround jump shot from the baseline from from Martin, Nikita Martin. And she gets her first points for the game. One minute 40 left to go as Bevelacqua backs away from Martin on the 45 right-hand side of the court. Cunningham, Tomlinson watching her. Cutting hard baseline is Dalgleish. Dalgleish gets it inside to Cunningham who does a nice little reverse layup. And Cunningham goes to seven points for the game. Caitlin Cunningham feeling a lot better about her game tonight, getting some good minutes. 
as Shield steps in for Sinclair. Definitely um, coming off the bench, I think uh, the bench players have gained a bit of confidence from the time and they're getting and also um, a great start for the Cats. Bevelacqua makes the steal at half court. She'll lay it in and moves to five points for the game. So, AIS again just turning over the ball too often as Tomlinson now, 54 seconds left, inside to Newley, and Newley makes the shot, her first points for the game. 54, plays 96, in fact it's 52, plays 96, as Bevelacqua bounce pass inside the shield, shield has the ball at the ground, Arrow will go to the AIS. No, no, Cats ball, alright. Arrow here goes at the direction the ball, uh, the direction the game's going. I thought it was pointing at the bench who gets the ball. So Caps, Dalgleish looking to inbound it, gets a Cunningham looking to get a good screen, goes to Bevelacqua first. Bevelacqua turn around, jump shot from the free throw line, doesn't fall. Manu runs down the rebound, goes left side to Lewis. 26 seconds left as Newley goes back to Schatz, Schatz to Manu. Manu just trying to get it into Martin in the paint, but the pass was too hard, and it's over the baseline once again. So, frustration there. Not sure who I've credited two points too many to on my score sheet, but 14 seconds left. It is Cunningham, pull-up jumper from the free-throw line, doesn't drop. Newley gets the rebound, puts the ball on the floor, call of foul on Shield. Shield. So, Shield, well, she gets another stat, first foul. That'd be about her third for the season, third for her career, fourth, no, second for her career. <laughs> Strong board there by Newley. Was and gets the reward. She moves to three points for the game with a shot to come. We've got 4.7 seconds left to go. Makes both. 96 plays 54. Disappointment for the AS. The Caps get back on the winning streak. And Dalgleish oh, is called for a travel on the buzzer as she made the shot. The Capitals have won. 96 to... Well, I think it's going to be 50. 50. Yeah. So 96 plays 56 as the Capitals are back on the win sheet. The AIS with a, a bit to do before tomorrow night's game against Bulleen. Yeah, definitely a bit of a disappointing game. I'm not too sure. I don't think uh, Dean would be too happy with that. Uh, mainly, uh, a lot of our focuses weren't um, actually applied tonight. So. Uh, good win for the Cats, but yeah, we've got a lot to work on for tomorrow. Well, Jamie, thanks very much for your time tonight. We've appreciated your coming. Yeah, thank you. It's a win to the Capitals here at the Southern Cross Stadium. We'll hear from some of the players, players and the coaches next on Capitals Basketball. Well, Coach Dan Kinsman, a frustrating night for everyone in the AAS camp because uh, you'd hope that you could sustain the momentum you were building out of the uh, US Tour. Oh, yeah, particularly disappointing. I thought our start was very, very poor. Uh, defensive transition, uh, lack of aggression on the uh, on the defensive boards. But they come out, they were humming. 
you know, they, they played really well. Obviously, losing last week to Sydney and having lost Hagen come in really stung them a fair bit. So they uh, they shot well, they played well, they stayed just simply out fast in the first half. You've got to back up tomorrow against Bulleen, who are here scouting tonight. Obviously, they're another team that can shoot well from outside the arc, which is where it was costing you early in the game. Well, if they, if they scouted that, they would have got a lot out of tonight's game, so that's one plus for us. So uh, we can obviously play a lot different than that. Um, you know, we've got to turn up tomorrow, and, and it really it's simply a lot of work rate effort, a lot of effort things. Um, uh, you know, we just we just weren't in stance ready to play, and, and we've got to do that tomorrow night. And different type of team, bullying, but, you know, they've got a lot of good quality players in their group, and uh, we'll see how we respond. All the best. Thanks very much. Well, Coach Kraft was uh, looking good right from the start there tonight where you were able to get your offence rolling very quickly and stopping the AS importantly indeed. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, defence kills our running game. Um, you know, that gives us a little jump start. And I think, you know, we were, I mean, it was a bit like us playing Sydney last week. We were determined to make sure we stamped ourselves on this game, not let it be a close one, and, and we were hungry. And I think Lock Hagen's injection that Sam gave us another kick of intensity and, and urgency, um, you know, and it gave us a great chance to play some combinations. Have a look at Betty and Lock Hagen together. Have a look at Bishop and Lock Hagen together. And to get our whole bench in, you know. It's not often in a game can you get 12 players in. So, you know, it's good when your starters hold up their end and then the bench fulfil it. I've been talking all year in the call about your polls not having an outside game. We've finally seen Abby hit a three-pointer, and it's something that teams have been playing on a little bit with their defence on there. Yeah, she can shoot. I mean, yeah, after practice, she plays. She plays. Or is that, yeah, she plays shooting games with the guards, and she she stays in as long as any of the guards. I mean, she can hang with Phoebe and Abrams and Hurst in three-point shootouts. Like, it's, you know, she's just starting to get the confidence to shoot in the game. It's like a free throw. I mean, she's an 80% free throw shooter. That kid's got a great stroke, and, and her, her perimeter game's really evolved. Um, you know, Lop Hagen can nail the three and hit the perimeter shot. So I think, you know, you're right. But I mean, Tracy's not a perimeter shooter yet, but we don't need her to be. She's six foot seven. We don't want her out there. You know, but Bishop and, and Lop Hagen can both shoot it, and they can put it on the deck. Yeah, it's important. Road trip to Doomsday Double next week. Adelaide first, and then Yeah, huge. I mean, Adelaide, you know, they're... They're the hottest team in the league right now and, and they've got good depth and good talent. It's a great challenge for us, you know, to go into their place and see what we can get done. You know, they go to Townsville and beat Townsville up there. That's a big statement about that Adelaide team and look, we got respect for them. We'll be pumped up to play them and that's going to be a great contest. All of it. Thank you. Well, Abby Bishop, I've been waiting for your outside game to turn up at the Capitals and uh, nailed your first ever three-pointer in the defense job WNBL career. Yeah, well, I was open and I thought I'm ready to take the shot. Gruffy's been working um, with me on my three-point shot. I've got to bring that into my game, so it was good. And when it went in, I was like, whoo, it's a sign of relief. Yeah, well, you're now one from five, so that's a good start. Yeah. And uh, it also gives a, a, it gives the defence a bit more to worry about you when you are out on that arc. Yeah, that's right. I've got to be more of a threat. They're just all playing off me at the moment. If I can start building up an outside game, I think I'll um, be a lot better and they'll actually guard me like a basketballer. But road trip next week and uh, an important one too. Yeah, we'll be Adelaide and Perth. It'll be a tough road trip. We haven't been on the road much um, this year, this season, so no, it'll be good. It'll be hard, but hopefully we can get both the wins. All the best, bro. Thank you.
Well, done a lot, Dave, and welcome back to the uh, Canberra Transact Capital. Thank you very much. It was uh, like old times. Yeah. Uh, the good thing was you didn't have to wear a bodysuit. Yeah, I was very excited about that. Um, you know, I'm a lot more comfortable in the shorts and singlet, and I think we look quite smart out there, actually. Um, it's great to be back, and it's great to be playing basketball again. Unfortunately, you know, in New Zealand, our basketball for women isn't really that great, so to get great games every week is what I'm looking forward to. Steal the medal in the Commonwealth Games, and yes. then uh, <laughs> you went off, uh, well, just before that uh, tryout with the, uh, the Sun. So you've, for someone who's been focusing on uh, the dual career and, of course, studies, you managed to be getting a fairly fair bit of basketball. Yeah, I like to be busy, and um, yeah, unfortunately, I, I didn't make the last cut over in Connecticut. I was pretty disappointed because getting cut the last day didn't give me the opportunity to go to another side. So. Um, I was pretty disappointed, but the experience was amazing, and um, I'm very pleased to be back with Canberra. So, um, managed to finish my studies and finish my degree, so I'm very happy and um, looking forward to Adelaide next week. What does that mean for you now that you've got through studies? Do you now focus in on basketball, or do you have to put a career? I don't know. Um, I, I live with a farmer, so maybe I could be doing a wee bit of farming and still playing sport, I don't know. But I'm getting old now, so maybe I should settle down. I don't know. I'm, you know, with the, the Australian Opals making, you know, winning worlds means it gives the tall fans an opportunity to go to um, 2008 in Beijing for the Olympics. So it's sort of in the back of my mind whether I hang into then or not. It looks like you have a comfortable fit, and even though you only got here on, I think it was Wednesday night. Yeah. You, you've certainly got into the team plays and everything. Try to. I've got a lot of them that I've been reading every day because I'm so worried that, you know, like it's really hard coming into a team at this situation and especially with them doing so well, and, and you don't want to muck up the play. So I'm sort of out there trying to think which play we're in, but um, hopefully it will come to me, and, and the girls are great. They're very supportive. Well, all the best for the road trip next week. Thanks very much. Thank you. I don't want to do this. Well, Natalie Hurst, big night for you, and uh, you're just showing them that they don't need Bibby now. You're just racking up. <laughs> I don't know if they don't need Bibby, but, you know, when I'm open, I'm going to shoot it, and that's what Graffy wants me to do, so... So, yeah. The fans are... Uh, the fans, I mean my friends, there's a wretched crowd. <laughs> but they've been enjoying seeing you out there and playing a lot of minutes this year. Um, uh, you've lived up to what Graffy's been wanting from you so far. Um, yeah, look, they've come out and watched me earlier this season, so they're out there, you know, glad to see me on the court. And yeah, Graffy wants me to come out and be, be a scorer. You know, we've got Tully who's an organiser and defender, and she needs another a guard that can bring something else in there on the court. So she said when you're open, shoot it, so I'm going to keep doing that. Yeah, well, they're giving you the look, and that's the important thing too. That's it. I don't, you know, no teams really had to guard me as yet this season, so I think that they're not expecting. They don't know what to do yet, so you know, they're giving me the shot, so I'm going to take it. All right. Well, all the best with uh, the Doomsday Double next week. Thank you. All right. Well, Kayla Francis, it's a tough night tonight, but uh, it was all in front of you there, having come back from such a daunting road trip. Yeah. Been breaking down on the way here. Yeah, oh, well, the other bus actually got a flat tyre on the way here, so it was a bit delayed for the warm-ups for them. But, yeah, the USA trip was pretty um, intense. We got through all the games pretty well. Um, yeah, tonight I think we had to get rid of a couple of cobwebs, but we did all right in the second half. Yourself, you're finding plenty of looks at the basket. You're enjoying it? Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I just think I need to finish off a bit more under the basket, put them up really strong. But other than that, yeah, I'm finding my shot selection to be pretty good. And the team, tomorrow night you have to back up yep. after the disappointment tonight. So, yep. Bulleen, it's a different sort of monster. Yeah, different kind of game. We're hoping to just forget about this one and, you know, move on and just play our type of game and just hopefully get a win. All the best. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah. Rebecca Schatz, second year in the AS program and you're just really growing with every game. 
yeah, definitely this year has been a lot better. Just with a whole new group, yeah. How have how have you found your own development? Um, more confidence this year. Um, easy to gel in the game a bit more with the girls. It's a lot better here. Yeah. And getting some good looks at the basket too. Yeah, definitely. Um, I've been practicing my shooting a lot, and it's not really happening for me in the game, but it has to come one day. So tomorrow night, perhaps up against Pauline. Yeah, tomorrow, hopefully. Alright, well, disappointment tonight, but hopefully you can turn around quicker. Yeah, I'm sure we'll come around better tomorrow. All the Yep, thanks. Jackie Styles joins us now post-game here at the Southern Cross Stadium. The Capitals having a good win, 94-56. And Jackie, the frustration of being on the sideline once again must, uh, well, must really start to eat up. Yeah, it's been a frustrating time. I mean, here I played my first game after four years and only seven minutes time I managed to break my rib. But uh, um, you know what's so great is my teammates have been so supportive. Um, the coaching staff, um, Sandy and, and Coach Graff, they've been awesome. And, you know, they've been, make, you know, they make me feel at home and they've, they've helped me through this rough time. Is this, uh, it just seems when we look at the, a lot of the basketballers at the top end of uh, the game, they do have these frailties. You look at Lauren with the shin splints and so many other players that are just more prone perhaps to injury. Well, I just think um, mine was um, a combination of overuse and too, like, you know, how teams would um, stop me was they would play me really physical and I would take a beating and I'm not a player that just stands outside and shoots a three. I drive in the lane and as you can see, I'm not very big. So uh, over time, I just think that, you know, I played to get to a high level, you have to play a lot of basketball and I think it just the wear and tear over time takes its toll, and I have to be a different kind of athlete now. I have to be quality over quantity. I can't do the thousand shots and you know run and lift real heavy. I'm going to have to be a different kind of athlete, you know, the second time around. How's it go? Because before, when you were getting these injuries, you had your support network with you and family and friends that can can help you with it. How do you go when you're so far? You're halfway around the world and and these things creep up on you. Well, it's just it's just been so tough and frustrating because I just I'm kind of at the end of my patience. But you know, Graffy made a, a good point and said, "Hey, you've waited four years. What's a couple more weeks?" But it just felt so great to against Townsville to put that uniform on. I couldn't stop smiling, um, you know, and warm up. But the good thing about a broken rib, it's it's not like my other injuries that required surgery. It's going to take a little bit more time to heal, but it's not going to you know hurt my career. Um, down the road so um, but like I said what's helped so much is um, you know coaches have been so great the players have been great to be around and have really helped me adjust to being here in Australia. Well I know uh, one of the reasons why I wanted to speak to you today is that ever since you've been in the Capitals program the listeners particularly over the internet are just uh, skyrocketed and uh, I thought I'd give you this opportunity just to say hello because I, I see PJ Styles logging in. Oh, really? That's and, my brother. Uh, so I, hey, I, I've got PJ. A few, uh, I thought I'd give you a chance to say hello to home. Yeah, I want to say hi to everybody. It means so much that you're listening. And, like, they get up seriously at 5, 3, 4 in the morning. I don't know what time it is. It's a, it's a day and plus seven hours different. So it's a lot. It's a big time change, but I have a lot of great friends and family back home, and I just want to say hi and thanks for the support. It's really helping me here through this rough time. When you're looking at what you're seeing here in the league and what you've been playing, WNBA, of course, is the, the ultimate of club basketball. How do you how do you see the WNBL fitting in between your college experiences and your WNBA experience? Well, um, I think it's a great experience. Like I said, I'm just so appreciative to have this opportunity because... Um, Coach Graff um, is 
taking a chance on me. I haven't played in four years, and I'm in a stage where I have to work my way back. And I don't know personally if I can get back to that level that um, I used to be at. But, I mean, I'm hoping that I can if I can stay healthy. And, um, you know, they're willing to be patient with me. But it's a great league, and it's a great um, place for me to see if I can get my game back because it's not as intense and grueling as WNBA where we play three, four games in a week, and the travel is just exhausting. I mean, I just started to break down towards the end of my rookie season. And here, you know, you play one or two games a week, and we practice three times a week. So this is a perfect opportunity for me to see if my body can handle playing again. Mm. I've got another one here, Pat Styles, Clayton USA. That's my dad. So, hey, uh, dad. <laughs> Roxanne. That's my sister. All, right. All my whole family's like, tuning in. So, so. As, as I said, uh, admittedly, like the numbers just from the USA just immediately jump. Are so you serious? We're really? serious. So oh, we I, just... I love everybody back home. Thank you so much but, for supporting me. Okay, Clayson. Clapland, that's where Clayton. I'm from. Okay, it's, where is that exactly? Um, it's um, Well, I live in Wichita, but I grew up in Claflin, and it's really the best way to describe it is the center of Kansas. Mm -hmm. And um, it's only, there's a town of 700 people. That's where I'm from. It's a real small town. We don't even have a stoplight. We definitely don't have a roundabout. We don't have those roundabouts. Those things are pretty tricky to drive around. I'm having a little tough time adjusting to the driving here. Of course, uh, for those who don't know, we drive on the right side of the car <laughs> yeah. and the left side of the road. Yeah, it's, it's been a tough... I kept turning on my windshield wipers when I was wanting to turn the blinker on. It's, it's definitely adjustment, so... Well, it looks like you're right for the night, Nabby Bishop, who uh, obviously you're teaching us some stuff because she's found an outside game tonight. Oh, no, she, she's been great. She's been tremendous, and she's been one of the best uh, because she has been driving me around. She picks me up. She takes me to practice, so she's been awesome and really helping me adjust here to Australia. Oh, we wish you all the best for the rest of the day. You're going on the road next week to have a look. I don't know if I'll get two or not. I'll have to see if the coaches are going to bring me along or not. All right. Well, all the best for that. And, uh, of course, we wish you a speedy recovery. What sort of time frame on that? Well, I see the doctor again on Monday. They haven't officially told me. Um, so I, I'm hoping that they're going to start to allow me to shoot because um, I'm kind of a busy body, so it's hard for me to just sit and watch all the time. Well, all the best for the recovery. And uh, we certainly hope you're enjoying your opportunity to uh, visit the uh, visit the city. And I know you... You did a bit of cycling, and this is one of the best cities in Australia for cycling. Well, I'm definitely going to do some sightseeing tomorrow. I'm going to watch the World Championship Triathlon, and then I'm going to tour AIS tomorrow. So I'll get to see some sights. All the best for that. All right. So the Capitals run out convincing winners in the end by 40 points, uh, 96 to, uh, 94 to 56. So check that out, 38-point victors. And looking at the scorers, it was for the Capitals... 24 for Jess Bibby, 16 for Natalie Hurst, 14 for Kelly Abrams, Tracy Beatty with 10, 8 points for Donna Loftagan in her first game, Caitlin Cunningham happy with the result, 7 points for her, then it's 5 points for Sinclair, Bevilacqua, then down to 3 points for Abby Bishop, 2 for Kylie Lange, good to see her on the score sheet as the AIS were led by Kayla Francis with 15 points. Then it was Katie Ray Esri with 10 points back then to the 5 points of Rebecca... Uh, Molly... No, Rebecca Schatz and also Maria, Mariana Tolo. Then 4 points for Maya Newley. 3 points apiece for Molly Lewis and Llewellyn Tomlinson. One point for Ellie Manu and two for Nikita Martin. The Capitals shooting at 44.9 for the game. 
And from the three-point arc, 45%, nine from 20. And free throws at 79%. So for the AAS, disappointing 40.4% from the field, 14.3 from three-point arc, and 61 from the free-throw line. Getting up in the stats, well, no one with a double-double tonight, although it was Jessica Bibby leading the rebound with a total of nine ahead of Abby Bishop with five, along with uh, Tracy Beatty. So a good performance tonight by the Capitals, getting back on the win list. They're happy with the result as the Caps fans file out of the Southern Cross Stadium. We wish you all the best. Until next week, my thanks to Jamie Kennedy and, of course, Jackie Stiles joining us there at the end of the game. It's until next week, when we bring you more basketball on sportradio.com.au. This is the Canberra Transit Capitals Radio Network.